All right, I'm going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 6. If you have a Bible or have a Bible app, if your hand is still filled with uh, <clears throat> eggs and bacon sausage, a uh, plate full of eggs and bacon sausage, that's fine as well. You don't have to uh, open that. But I'm going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 6. And I'm going to start in verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in the house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. <clears throat> when you're talking about youth ministry, there's a, a lot of different philosophies that are out there. If we do not have a philosophy that includes parents in the mix, then I don't think that we are being obedient to the biblical principle here in Deuteronomy 6. So know that this year, we're going to begin to look for more ways to make sure that we're making that connection with you, whether it be our group leaders, making sure that, that you know them, our um, ministry team here, making sure that you know them and you can communicate with them, which we're going to, we will talk about that in a, in a moment, <clears throat> or other ways, uh, parent advisory uh, team, we're, we're hoping to put one of those together as well. But we really believe that this is only half of the equation. What we do here from Sunday to Sunday is only half of the equation. Uh, we need your help at home, and I believe you need our help here. Uh, one of the best things I saw when I was in college ministry is that when I was working with a student, it really helped me to reach out to their parent and to understand a little bit of who they were. Now, they're independent of their, their, their family at that point. But it helped me understand that student better. And what we've discovered was, typically I was saying the same things that mom and dad were saying, but the student was able to hear me better because it wasn't coming from mom and dad. And there comes a point in, in, in your teenager's life where um, they, and I've, I've, I've experienced this myself, where they dismiss what you have to say. And then somebody else who's older than them can say the same thing and they go, man, that's profound. And you say, well, I just said that last week. So part of what student ministry is, is uh, providing those who are going to help walk alongside your student as you're walking alongside them at home. But the other thing I want to point out about this passage is that we can make the error of focusing on loving God with just our mind focus on theology and all that we want to know and just make sure that knowledge is the, is the primary thing. We can focus on heart. Uh, we can focus on uh, heart being the primary thing. Uh, we can focus on outreach being the primary thing. But the problem with all three of those is that God doesn't call us to pick and choose. He wants us to be involved in all three, all those aspects. He wants us to love him with our whole life. And so a, a youth ministry that, that does not promote 
one or the other. We want to we want to strike a balance across the board. Theology is important. It's it's crucially important, especially now as we're getting into a culture where the evangelical church is 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 kind of giving up some of the the essentials that we've held for years. It's important. It's important to know who is the God that we serve. But the, the emotion, the feeling, the, the struggle, the, the real questions, that the heart questions that you have are equally as important. Uh, Psalms show us that, that God created the emotions and he helps you process those through the light of his word, through the light of his truth. So we believe that a youth ministry should be full-orbed, and so we're, we're, we strive for that. We don't say that we're going to hit the goal immediately, but we're striving for that. We're striving for that balance. So with that, let me move into um, our time together and the, the meeting component of this. Uh, the first thing I want to do is I want to have the STS team come up. If you, will, if you all come up and join me up here in the front. Now, we've introduced them up in front of the church. We've introduced them via email that you should have gotten yesterday. If you, had, if you did not get the email, um, go look in your spam folder. Or if you didn't get the email, it means that you probably unsubscribed in, unintentionally from emails because uh, you, you may have gotten an email from another department and you scroll down to the bottom and you impulsively hit unsubscribe. That unsubscribes you from everything that comes from apostles. So that's just kind of a little public service announcement. Uh, you might need to actually go back in and tell them that you want to receive those emails. Um, where is Mark Johnston? There he is. All right. Mark's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Chip Brookhart was distracting him back there. Probably talking about the Cardinals. Yeah. So these people should be fairly familiar to you at this point. Um, you know, we have Jenny who's been with us for years. We have Mark who's been with us for years. Uh, Jenny's role is as the SDS ministry assistant. That means that she helps us stay organized. Everything that you see here that's been done this morning is thanks to Jenny. If it were me, there would be nothing on these tables. There might be like some Danish in the back and maybe you could find some of that really bad coffee upstairs and bring it down here. But the slides that you'll see, the, the, the food, everything that's been organized here has come through Jenny. And that's not just all she does. She doesn't just organize things. She actually works with our students, with our girls from seventh through 12th grade. So we do appreciate her work and her work over the past few years. And Mark, Mark has for years worked in multiple different um, venues and those have, you know, he's been in fifth and sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, you're old, that's right. Uh, but so am I, I'm not far behind you. Um, he's worked in fifth and sixth grade, he's worked in seventh and eighth grade, he's kind of been all over the map. He does, he's basically a utility player that goes where we need him to go. What we're striving to do with Mark philosophically is keep him in fifth and sixth grade. This does not mean that he won't overlap and you won't see him in STS, but we want to keep him in fifth and sixth grade and the transition out to college. And here's why. One of the things we've realized with Mark is Mark has just been one of those all of life guys. One of those guys that you know in fifth and sixth grade and you just kind of stick with and you know and you can go to him. We want that kind of stability for our students coming into STS and then going out to college. We feel that provides a better lifeline and a better relational connection for our students to have someone who just sort of, they can go to through those uh, times. But the thing about Mark and Jenny is Mark and Jenny have been around for a while and they have a lot to offer this team and pour into this team because this team is brand new. 
And that's exciting. But it's also daunting because they're coming against a lot of things. They're like, okay, so what are we doing? And they're going to need the help of Jenny and the help of Mark as they mentor this, this new team into, um, you know, greater effectiveness. Uh, I'm, I'm pledging to do that as well. Now, let's, let's meet the team. Um, I introduced them last week, but we're going to, uh, I'm not, they're not going to speak except for Chris. I'm going to let him speak for a few minutes, but um, I'll start down here. Um, with Blake Thaxter, it's pronounced Thaxter. Everybody say that with me. Thaxter. Yes. Not Thatcher. Okay. Thaxter. All right. So Blake Thaxter, and he's working as a coordinator for the guys 7th through 12th grade. What he is there to do is he's there to do a whole lot of stuff, speak. Um, he's there to do kind of the, the, uh, the routine things, but he really is there to meet with your 7th through 12th grader. If you say, well, I, I, you know, my, my son really wants to talk to somebody in STS, 7th through 12th grade is going through a lot. You know who you give a call? Blake. Call Blake. Email Blake. I have their email addresses up here. If you want to take a picture of this, take a picture of this. This is how you contact them. Um, Mary Beth, I'm going to skip over Leah for a second. Mary Beth is the same. Um, it's just not that I don't love Mary. Uh, I don't love Leah. Leah's great. Um, She's fantastic. Okay, I won't do that anymore. Um, Mary Beth is the 7th through 12th grade female coordinator. So same with her. She works with worship. She works with our, our worship um, students that are involved in worship. But she also very much is about the heart ministry of, of, of counseling. We chose both of them based on the, their ability to really connect with the heart of a student. So I want you to know that up front. Because what I typically hear is, you know, I really don't want to bother the STS team with this. You know what? That's their job. That's their job. And that's an open invitation to you to be able to connect with them. And again, their, their numbers are up there. That doesn't mean that Jenny and Chris don't connect with people in that age range. They do as well. So if you feel more of a connection with them, please feel free to contact them as well. But they will have other things that they're working on uh, in their respective um, positions. But you won't be bothering them if you contact them. I urge you dads to go ahead and contact Chris. Let him know who you are. Just send him an email. Um, going back down here to Leah. Leah. Hi, Leah. Leah is here to uh, shadow Mark, fifth and sixth grade in college. When we, when we looked at her and we looked at her resume, we realized she's done a whole lot of stuff from children's ministry all the way through college. She, is, she has got all kinds of skills. And we're excited about how she's going to be able to use them, not only now, but in the future here in the organization at, at Church of the Apostles. Um, but right now, we have her with fifth and sixth grade and college. That doesn't mean that, that if you're a seventh and eighth grader and you're like, you know, I really would like to get to know her. Well, get to know her. There's, there's not hard and fast rules here. Um, but we, what we really want to do is we want to introduce you to somebody coming into STS, just like Mark on the female side, so that she can shadow you and be there for, for your entire STS experience and then help you connect once you head out to college. So this is your STS team. I want you to give God praise for them. Now, if y'all will go ahead and sit down, I'm going to keep Chris up here for a moment. Chris is, uh, I did not skip Chris intentionally. Um, Chris is our new STS director. And uh, just to kind of give you a heads up, that means he's going to be working with 7th through 12th graders. We're, 
I'm going to talk a little bit about that. We're, we're trying to keep fifth and sixth grade connected to students. It's part of student ministry. But STS, student to student, as an entity, is seventh through twelfth grade. And Chris is going to be director of that. And I've asked him just to say a few words to you guys this morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, let me just say that now that the team's not up here, I have been so very encouraged by this team in the last few weeks getting to know them, um, especially um, getting to know Mark and Zach and, and just learning kind of how things go here and, and the culture. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. My family's very excited uh, to be here to minister to students and to minister to families. So we, we long for you guys to reach out to us, to encourage us. We want to encourage you. And, and week to week, we want to serve these students to better to know and to love Christ. Um, so please feel free to, to come speak to me, my family. Um, say hello, send us an email. But we're just excited to be here and look forward to ministering to you guys. Thank you. Allie, raise your hand. Allie is up here. That's Chris's wife. Get to know her. Um, all right, now I want you to take a deep breath because we're going to bust through some material. And I do want you to do other, another thing for me. I want you to take your phone out because I want you to be able to access the camera. If there's a slide up here that you want to take a picture of, take a picture of it. You're not going to offend me, all right? Um, also, I want you to be able to access your calendar because I'm going to ask you to put a date or two on there uh, for me. All right, so to begin with, you have some cards on your table. You have some sheets on your table. Uh, one is kind of a, just a rundown of some of the things we're going to talk about this morning um, in some key dates. So keep that with you. So you can stick that in your Bible. Please don't throw that away. Um, don't let it be like when you walk past those people who are handing out tracts and then like maybe 10, you know, 10 feet away, there's like a whole litter of tracts all over the ground. No, keep that with you. Hold on to that. Um, it has a little bit of a calendar there for you. We've tried to give you some key dates for you to um, be aware of. Uh, students, I want you to grab this card right here that has the QR code on it, all right? If you don't have one of those, take a picture of it or get someone to, to um, we will be able, there, there's a link on there, write the link down. This is what I, I would love for you to do for us and I'm asking you please to do this. This is why I didn't send out this out on email or social media. I want to ask you personally to do this. It's important for us to know who you're connected to in STS. One of the things that we realize is that this is, this is a relational deal. A lot of times you come because, and we know you don't come because, well, sometimes you come because of the pancakes, but sometimes you're like, okay, if I'm going to get up on a Sunday morning, I got to know that somebody I know is there. And for some of you, that's not a reality here. We want it to be a reality. We want to help to connect you to somebody, but we also want to know where you're already connected. So what this is, is just a questionnaire for you. It's very quick. It's less than five minutes, I promise. And what you're going to do is you're going to go through and you're going to tell us what your grade level is and you're going to tell us who you're connected to in SDS. Who are your friends down here? If you don't have friends down here that you're connected to, let us know that as well. We want to be able to help you. We want to not only connect you to our team, but we want to connect you to other students down here because we believe that that will be a better experience for you in the long run. So just be aware that, uh, of that. We would ask you to do that in the next week if you could, today if you could. So just be aware of that. Mom and dad, prod them to do this. Uh, if you have a fifth and sixth grader, you can do this, go ahead and do this for them. But there's a QR code as well as a link there that you can type in. Um, but we really want to know how you are connected. 
<clears throat> okay, so the bread and butter of what we do is going to be on a Sunday morning. So deep breath, I'm going to give you a little bit of the rundown of what Sunday morning is going to look like. First with schedule for 7th through 12th grade. On most weeks, um, it's going to be this. I think there's a slide for this. Okay, so 8.45 to 9, uh, 10 a.m. pancake breakfast. We're going to start, we're going to try to start five minutes early because we're trying to get a lot in. We're going to have announcements in worship, then teaching. We're going to do a series, and the series is going to be, um, well, we'll get to the series in a little bit, but um, I'll give you a heads up. It's going to be on the person of Jesus Christ, because there's so many differing opinions, even in evangelicalism today. There was a survey done a little while ago uh, through Lifeway, and the misinterpretation of who Jesus is is rampant in the church. So what we want to do is we want to ground kids in who is Jesus. We're coming here for the purpose of knowing Jesus and making him known. So we need to start with that, with those basics. But 925 to 945, the series is going to be taught in rotation by Chris, Blake, and Mark. And then from 9.50 to 10.15 to, you know, we can fudge it a little bit, 10.20, uh, we'll have small groups. On the fourth week, <clears throat> not the fourth week of the month, but whatever comes, if, if there's three meetings, the fourth meeting, we're going to have the schedule, same schedule except at 9.25 we're going to break and there's going to be an inductive lesson at the table. We're going to take a passage and we're going to begin to help students walk through it inductively. The purpose of that is to kind of bake in some Bible skills that, that they may or may not have, but that they're going to need for all of life as they study the Bible for themselves. So we want, it's going to be along the same theme of knowing Christ, so it's going to take a passage where you get to know Christ and in, in who he is, but we're going to unpack that inductively, and that will be led at the tables. We're going to be providing our, uh, our group leaders with that material. Um, so in the fall, it is real knowing the authentic Jesus, and we will uh, update you. Here's the, here's the graphic that Jenny did that is amazing. Uh, we all saw it and we were just blown away by it. But uh, so Sunday mornings in fall, this is what 7th through 12th grade is going to cover. Um, moving on to the next slide. Uh, so we're doing something a little different with groups. This is the way groups are going to be structured this year. And this is kind of the biggest change that we, that we have. Middle school groups are going to be the same as they have been in the past. They're going to be structured by grade and gender. Once you hit ninth grade, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to try something a little outside the box, okay? And here's why. When you go to college, there's no grade level deal. It's, it's kind of an intergrade or intergenerational sort of mix between about four or five grade, four, four or five ages of people. That's one of the reasons we want to prepare you for that. Two, this disperses our older students amongst the table. And if we're going to be student to student, what could really benefit younger students is to hear the responses an older student is giving to questions at a table. That's a form of leadership. And so what we're doing is we're challenging our older students. Um, if you want a group at a table, that's fine. We're not going to put pressure on you to, put, to be at a table and, and help. But if you're an older student that really wants to give back, that wants to pour into the younger ones, we ask you to find a table that is going to be, uh, they're gonna, there's going to be a lot of younger students so that you can pour back into them. Um, so we have grouped these differently this year. We're going to have six tables. We're going to have a two gen or four gender-based tables, so girls, girls, guys, guys, and then two co-ed tables. 
What this means is the first two Sundays, there are going to be tables in here, and we're going to have sort of a speed dating situation, okay? <laughs> to, just to, to use a quick illustration, it's probably not appropriate. Speed dating, where you go around to the tables and you, for the first couple of weeks, you get to know some of these group leaders. And here's the deal. We've got so many group, good in, incredible group leaders this year that I want this to be the hardest decision that you make this semester because there are so many good ones and you're just going to be sitting there going, man, I like to be at that table, but I like to be at that group too. I like to be at that group too. Um, and just a stellar group of people. And we're still, we're adding, we're still adding leaders to this mix. Um, so here's a list of some of the leaders that we have uh, coming up this uh, year. And for those leaders who are here, if you would stand up, if you're a leader this year, if you would stand up briefly so we can recognize you. <coughs> some of them are here. Okay, so stand up. All right, thank you guys for being willing to do Give them a round of applause if you would. Um, if you are a group leader, <coughs> next Sunday at 9 o'clock, I will be leading the training in the STS Den. So just keep that in mind. Uh, we can go to the next slide. So fifth and sixth grade, we talked about being a little different. What we're trying to do is, um, we, uh, we've even edited this since then. There's probably not going to be a vid video introducing the lesson. It, we may have that at, from time to time. But what we really want to do is make fifth and sixth grade a true transition into STS. We don't want to throw them into this group because we do have uh, fifth graders who've kind of been used to a certain way of doing things. And if you throw them in and there's all these really tall people and then there's some really, really tall people like the Crumleys walking around. Um, <clears throat> it can be a little intimidating for a, a, a fifth grader. So we really want to make this a true transition. What we're going to do is they will, they will eat pancakes in the den. At this point, we're, we're saying that they're going to be in the den. Uh, we might change that if we uh, decide that there's too much noise in between the two rooms. We reserve the right to do that. But um, they're going to meet in there for pancakes. They will have their own time of worship. Uh, we have a young man in our church named Cooper Sewell who will be leading them in worship from week to week. We're going to try to blend a little bit of what children's ministry does with some of the songs that we do here in STS so they can get to know uh, some of those songs. <clears throat> so it's not just kind of a throw them into worship situation. After that, after they meet down here, and we, we put the pancakes down here because we know that there's some sixth graders who have relationships with seventh graders, eighth graders that they want to see on a Sunday morning. You are free to come out of that room and see your friends. We don't want to keep you from seeing your friends. <clears throat> but for those who really want that kind of separate environment, uh, we have them there in the STS den. And parents, we would urge you for the, at least the first Sunday to walk your fifth grader or sixth grader if need be, down here into the STS Den. Take a, after our time this morning, take a walk in there to see where the STS Den is here. Uh, at the end, uh, to the right, it's the last door on your right. So take a look over there. If you wanna walk them down, if you wanna stay with them for a little bit that first morning, you are welcome to. But you might have a fifth grader who says, please leave me alone, I'm ready to do this. That's great too. That's just between you and your student. But we want to make this an easier transition for them this year. So here are the, our group leaders that we have so far. <clears throat> here is the schedule. 8.45 to 9.10 pancakes. Um, and then worship and announcements. And then they'll go to their classes or sometimes there, will, they may, there may be a video. Um, so there, it's more of a hybrid for them. It's a little bit of children's ministry, a little bit of STS. We want them to look forward to going to seventh and eighth grade and, and doing the, the, the whole STS 
deal. So um, what they will be doing in their small groups is a so what study. This is Great Commission Publications um, out of Lawrenceville, um, or Sewanee, I should say. And um, it'll be, I believe we're doing a, 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 Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, it's more of a Bible overview. There have been so much, so many questions about the Bible and is the Bible accurate or are parts of the Bible still relevant. We really want to hit kind of an overview of the Bible. So that will be the curriculum that we'll be using for that. All right, let's move on. Okay, so Sunday nights. This is also a bit of a change. What we've done in the past is we've done community groups. One of the things that we've realized that we probably need to do uh, a little better is if these are truly meant to be outreach, and this is the, the, the part of what we're trying to accomplish here, reaching out into your community. If we're really gonna reach out into your community, we're gonna have to build some credibility and some momentum. So what Second Sunday is intended to be, first semester is a, is a is Second Sundays as we look at them, are the ones that are least conflicting with holidays. And what we're gonna do is we will send some leaders to certain areas in town. If you are interested in your area of town being a focal point that will have ultimately a community group in it, please email us, okay? Here's the concept. We're either gonna have um, parties at houses, we'll go see a movie, an appropriate movie, uh, We'll have dinner and we'll pay for a portion of that if they invite their friends. So the, the, the goal here is to get them to know the, the group leader, to make a relationship, to make a relational connection. Because when you invite somebody to a, a, a Bible group, they don't always want to come, especially people who have not darkened the door of a church for a long time. And if we really want to try to get them into groups, then our goal is to make some of those relational connections with leaders now. So... For example, if Mary Beth is up in Ackworth and Talbot invites one of her friends or a couple of her friends from, from dance that, that may not go to church, uh, as an example, or Seth invites a couple of his friends from swim who don't go to church, and they go out and they're like, okay, so we're going to go see uh, such and such a movie. We're willing to pay for tickets, but you guys have to get, you're, you're, you know, you're going to get your own popcorn or whatever. It gives them a chance to just meet that group leader, and they're like, wow, that's it just shows them that they're, they're, they're committed to them in a way and, and builds a relational connection. Or we're going to go out for pizza. Would you like a free dinner? Come on over and we'll, we'll pay for you. I want you to meet my group leader. Second semester then, what we'll do is we will start those community groups back up again, inviting those people that we've been making those connections with to join us for Bible study at those different houses. Now, those areas have not been chosen yet, and here's why, because I want your buy-in. If you're interested in a community group in your area, you're willing to, to, to even host a party or so the first time, if you have a house that would be fitting for that, or if you really would like to, to commit to being a, a, a group, a home, a home for, for groups next year, or next semester, I mean, email us. Let us know. We're really trying to build some traction in our communities and uh, reach kids that don't normally come to church. Uh, we have a lot for our kids during the week. So if this is just about our kids getting a little bit more, it's not worth us doing. What's worth us doing is making sure that we help our students reach out to other people in their own lives 
who may not know the Lord. So that's second Sundays. We're going to begin with a party on um, September 9th here. So we're going to start out here uh, and a little bit more about that. So think, be thinking about that. We'll be praying over that. The, the concept will be shared again with people who may not have been here for this. So September 9th, we're going to have kind of a family fun night here. We're going to have uh, bouncy houses and things here in the gym and some food. Um, and go over that again, and we're going to pray for our communities. So if you are interested, please email us in the next couple of weeks to let us know if you'd like your area to be a focus area, and you're willing to help us in that endeavor. So, all right, so moving on to Wednesday nights. Oh, yeah, Wednesday nights, here we go. Um, so Wednesday nights are going to look like this this year. We're going to have uh, organized games here in the gym. So, you know, if you were in running church, I don't know, some of you were in running church when you were little, we're going to kind of do a reverse running church. We're going to have some games here in the gym. Uh, and then after that, we're going to break up into groups. And we're going to be focusing on the gospel of John. And what's going to happen in those groups is if you're a part of one of those groups, we're going to go through that passage in a way that will accomplish two things. One it's a prayer structure. It's the Acts model applied to studying scripture. So you're looking for uh, who God is, what you have to confess in light of God, who God is, what you have to be thankful for in, in, in response to the passage, and other prayers that you may have attached to that. So by the time you're done with that study, that's something you can take home and pray. But it's also a way you can study scripture with your friends if you have a campus Bible study. And if you want to go through the gospel of John on your own campus, if, if you feel like the Lord has placed that on your heart, this is going to be equipping for you as well. Uh, so Wednesday nights, seventh through 12th grade, we'll do that. Fifth and sixth grade, we'll do something a little different. We will have go teams once a month. And here are the dates that we're going to have go teams, September 12th, October 3rd, November 7th, and December 5th. And those are times where our students could get trained in worship and sound and then in hospitality and other things, other areas of service in the church. So Wednesday nights, September 12th, October 3rd, November 7th, and December 5th are going to be our go team nights. All right, moving right along. <clears throat> Fall retreats. Now, I want you to take your, well, we'll go back for one second because I want you to see what Jenny did there with the, the Gospel of John slide because I think it's beautiful. There you go. Awesome. Uh, okay, so next slide. Okay, here are our upcoming events. This is where I want you to get your phones out. I want everybody to put this on your calendar. And here's why I want you to put this on your calendar, because some of you may not intend to go at all. That's not why I want you to put this on your calendar. I want you to put both of these on your calendar because I want you to pray. I want you to make a note to be praying for the fall retreat for seventh through 12th grade on October 26th through 28th. That's the fall retreat. And the theme is gonna be the Sermon on the Mount. Chris will be teaching that particular weekend. Uh, we are going to make a real strong effort to try to get uh, new students to come to that. We have rented a camp. We've kind of set our, our sights pretty high in Lookout Mountain. Uh, it's going to be Camp Lookout. So it'll be close to Chattanooga. We've talked about possibly going into Chattanooga for some activities that weekend. But it's going to be beautiful. The only thing this, that, that we know this conflicts with now is with Lovett's homecoming. I'm so sorry, Lovett. 
um, I will do something nice for you to offset that. How about that? Um, Radiate will be the next weekend, November 3rd, and that's a one-day retreat, and we do it that way because a lot of kids at that age don't do overnights. Uh, so we want to make sure that parents feel comfortable with that. They get them used to this. And then in the spring, they have a retreat that is overnight and they go up to a koi. But please put these on your calendars. I want you to pray. But I also want you to think about coming. I also want you to think about inviting somebody to go to this. I really want to have the problem that we don't know where to put people. That's what I want. Um, and I want this to be special for our students, but I also want us to think about who we could invite that could go along with that, maybe people that we're seeing on second Sundays as well. So uh, please put that on your calendar, mark that as a time to at least be praying about all that we have uh, that weekend so that uh, kids' hearts might uh, grow closer to God and that if there are unbelievers there, that they would come to know the living God through Jesus Christ. So please put those on your calendar. Um, <clears throat> something else that we're doing different this year is, if, moving on to the next slide. All right, these two individuals here are our STS campus interns. Um, what they will be doing is they're going to be connecting to our students who already go to Lovett and already go to Whitfield. And so during like public events and things like that, so uh, times that are open that the school sanctions, we, we do not want to go into a school where a school does not want us to be. So we want to be clear about that. Uh, that's not what this is. But what we're wanting to do is we want to build some, some bridges to some of the, the, the schools that have, are around us or have been very important to, to, to this uh, church in the past and we've had a good relationship. Collier Horton is a graduate of uh, Whitfield Academy, and uh, he will be coming on, and he will be getting to know some of the Whitfield students. If you go to Whitfield and you'd like to meet Collier, please email me, email Chris. He will get you connected to Collier. Collier will also be a table group leader this year, or a group leader this year. Um, so you'll see him down here on Sundays, and I would love, you, I'd love to connect you to him. Um, Katie Archer comes to us from, she worked at Lovett last year, and uh, she's also an uh, alum of Lovett, and she will um, be working with them, also doing what Collier's doing, going in at times uh, where, you know, FCAs or other meetings, getting to know students, wants to get to know our Lovett students here, um, and just build bridges between those campuses. We're looking for somebody for Westminster because it's right there. And we, I, you know, I feel a burden for this because as I was looking at an aerial view of our church, I look and see all the stadiums that are around us. And I say, we have a responsibility in the community that we're in to at least provide some outreach to some of these schools that are right around us. And one of the ways that we want to do that is through campus interns, but there's another way we want to do this. And this is, I'm going to give Rand Eberhard uh, credit for this because he came up with this idea. And uh, we're going to see how it flies uh, the next slide. And um, I just wanted to call it student study space because I'm boring and Presbyterian. And uh, Will Crumley kept saying, man, we've got to call it something else. It's got to be different. It's got to be cool. And uh, that's my Will Crumley impersonation, by the way. Um, so the team started really coming up with ideas and they came up with the alcove. So what is the alcove? The alcove is this useless space up here that we have in the atrium that absolutely useless space full of couches. What we're gonna do is we're gonna transform that into a study space. 
The idea again comes from Rand because Rand kept telling me, look, caribou is gone. And I can testify to this. You can walk down there during certain seasons of the year and it's packed with students. It, was, it used to be packed with students studying for finals or studying for midterms or studying for whatever. And they've lost that space. You can't fit that many people in a Starbucks. So what we're, what we're going to do is we're gonna transform this space up here. We're gonna have hours on a Monday and a Wednesday that students from you know, all around can come and gather here. It's not a, it's not a space for adults unless it's, a, if, you, if you're a tutor and you wanna come here and tutor somebody, you're free to. But we wanna make that a safe space for, a safe space, I know that's a buzzword, but I'm using it really. It needs to be a safe space for students that we don't allow creepers into, okay? I'm just <laughs> gonna be brutally honest. But we wanna have that area uh, available with some tables, some chairs, and then some coffee. We're gonna, we're gonna give them some, some moderately decent coffee. Uh, at times when they're up there. And we're gonna have some sleeves printed with this, and that's an intern job. They're stamping some of the sleeves before they go back to college. Um, just to be a, a, a ministry to some of these schools around here. Uh, but also to MAS, uh, it will be open for study. Now let me say this, it's open for study. It's not, open, it's not gonna be open for horsing around. It's not gonna be open for, um, you know, uh, group games or anything like that. It's open merely for studying and um, group study. So that will, uh, we are asking you to kind of spread the word to your campuses as well. Um, but uh, here's another thing I'm going to say about school outreach that I just kind of want get, to get in front of you. We're up uh, to 10 o'clock and I probably have just a few, few more things to say. But um, we Finding out the different schools' visitation policies is a full-time task. If you would like one of our ministry team members to come visit your child at school, we're going to put something on you. Find out what the visitation policy is, because there's a lot of schools that are closed and don't want uh, youth pastors or youth workers coming on their campuses, and we don't want to violate anybody's boundaries that they've set in school because they've done that for a reason. But if your school is open to it, some schools are, some schools aren't, and you think it would be beneficial for us to visit your student at school and you want that, we're going to put that on you to contact us and let us know the name of the school and that you verified with the school what the visitation policy is. And we will be happy to schedule that during the week to come see them because we already go have lunch at MAS and there's other places that, we, that we're open to, to have lunch. But we need to know that information. Um, so that is really all of it for today. I do want to say one more thing in regard to that. It is very easy for us as um, evangelicals and us in Atlanta especially to be drawn to a situation where we don't really have to contribute. Um, that we become more consumers than participants or co-laborers. What I'm asking you to do as parents, I'm not talking to the students right now, I'm talking to you as parents. If you value, and I know you do, your students' spiritual growth, that you can say with John, I have no greater joy than to know that my children are walking in the truth, what we're asking you to do is partner with us. That means that you're encouraging your student 
to, to join us. That means that you're giving us feedback. That means that you're doing some, some footwork for us in some, some situations because that frees us up. The, the more logistical things that we get off the table, the more relational things we can invest in. And that's what we want to do. We want to invest in relationships. We want to invest in relationships with your students and we want to get them connected. But we need your help. We need you to partner with us. Now let me talk to the students. A few weeks ago, um, I, I shared a message in which I said, this is your group. This is your group. We want your feedback too. We want your participation too. This will only be as good a ministry as you put into it. But when you start investing with your gifts and your joy and your enthusiasm, it's transformational. It's more than I can do standing up here and going rah, rah, shish, shish, boom, bah, STS, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that till I'm blue in the face. And you're going to say, you're paid to do that. Yes, I am. You're not. So I want you to experience real joy, and I want that real joy to be contagious to your friends. Not only in your personal walk with Jesus, but in your joy in wanting to come here. And if you're not experiencing that joy, we want to know why. You, you saw these people. If you don't want to tell me why, tell them why. Tell them what we can do. And we want to, with all of our heart, help you better connect to this ministry here. Because we want to see you grow in Jesus Christ. We want to see you grow in the Lord. And we want to see that be contagious to those around you. So I'm going to, uh, it is 10.05. What I want to end up doing now is this gives you some transition time. It gives you time to get to know the people around your table. I want you, before you leave, to introduce yourself to the people around your table. And then you are free to kind of move about the room, greet each other, fellowship, get to know each other, come by, say hi to Chris, whatever you would like to do. But I'm going to go ahead and close this in prayer. And um, a, couple, a couple pieces of information before I do that. Um, this all launches in September, not Labor Day weekend. I'll be, I'll be preaching about fa the family ministry focus and philosophy. I know that sounds riveting. I promise it, it's not as, it won't be as boring as all that, I hope. Um, but it's, it's more full orb than just STS. It's bigger than that. So I'm going to be presenting that to the church at the 1030. And there's only one service on Labor Day. I invite you, if you're in town, to do that, we'll, we'll have the video of it if you're not. We will start our Wednesday nights, and we're going to do a new Wednesday night uh, program starting in uh, the first week in September. We are offering, I'll be saying this during announcements this morning, we're going to be offering other classes on a Wednesday night for families. They're going to be equipping classes. So alongside Hour of Power, alongside the prayer time, there are going to be several other classes starting in September, um, and you'll look from, they'll change, some of them will change from month to month. So in the month of September, there'll be a class uh, for men. There'll be a class for women. Uh, there's also a financial peace class. There's also a, um, uh, a class for uh, evangelism uh, that James will be doing. Um, just several options. And there's cards up, upstairs at the Welcome Center that you can grab for that. Um, but anyway, be in prayer for that. Be in prayer for our year. It starts in September and then uh, that second Sunday in September, we will begin our STS program. All right, let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we make our plans. Uh, you got our steps. I know this team has done its best to really think through the upcoming year and make bold plans, but those bold plans are yours to change and yours to grow. We pray that you will fill us by your spirit, that you will equip us for your purpose, and we won't just be about the Church of the Apostles, we'll be about Jesus Christ. Making him known in the lives of students and students who, have, who know him more deeply to help others know him. Father, we can't snap our fingers and make that happen. But your spirit can make it happen. So we ask you to set this group of people apart for your holy purpose and for your glory. Go with us now during our time of worship. May we worship you through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, our Savior, in whose name we pray, amen.